0: Twelve to one on Money FM eighty nine point three. You're listening to Money FM eighty nine point three twelve to one with Adrian Abraham. Time now to check in with ABC news journalist Jason Dacey to get all the headlines from Australia. Jason, welcome back to the show. How are you? I'm fine. Good to speak to you and all the listeners uh, on this uh, Tuesday. Yes, last time we spoke, of course, Australia qualifying for the 2022 World Cup in Qatar. So excited to see them there. But let's start by you know, focusing on Australian markets, how they fall into the lowest spot since early 2020. But it's predicted to pick up on the back of European gains. Tell us more about this.
1: Yeah, Tuesday's looking a lot better for the ASX 200 index here in Australia. Started the week in the red the benchmark index falling 0.65% to 6,433 points. As you mentioned, that takes us right back to the dark days of the uh, pandemic. So for everyone very worried here because uh, we've seen investors uh, lose a lot of money in 2022. Not quite as bad as Wall Street going into that bear territory, but people like me who have um, You know, investments across the board, especially retirement investments, really getting pounded. Australia's superannuation not looking too good at all. But let's hope that that today is looking a lot better so far. Fingers crossed that it will continue for the rest of the week.
0: Yeah, certainly hope that it does recover um, as it's meant to. Yeah, another name in the news is Peter Costello, the former treasurer, blasting the Reserve Bank of Australia as an independent inquiry into its performance ordered by the current treasurer, Jim Chalmers. What more can you tell us about Mr Costello and this inquiry?
1: Peter Costello is a big name in Australia, treasurer for a long time under John Howard, a former prime minister. He says the Reserve Bank completely missed the surge in inflation, heightening the risk of a recession with its worst monetary policy failure in three decades. He's talking about the RBA saying that the interest rates wouldn't be raised until 2024. And clearly that's uh, gone right out the window with a couple of big raises uh, in 2022. And it's put a whole lot of uh, jitters amongst the uh, markets here. And uh, homeowners are really struggling with those uh, repayments going right up. So the RBA hasn't got things right. And, and now we're going to have an inquiry, an independent inquiry into its performance, because a lot of things need to be done to avoid a recession here in Australia and things in the U.S. very bad. And we tend to follow the U.S. Of course, China as well, not uh, doing so well with COVID uh, still affecting the businesses over there. So this is what Peter Costello has come out and said, and the RBA definitely on the defence. And we'll find out in a a couple of weeks if uh, the rates will rise again when the RBA meets on the first Tuesday in July.
0: Yeah, the big R word. Everyone is wary. A lot of uncertainty surrounding a recession around the world. Hopefully it doesn't get too bad. Now, The first half of this year has been dominated with Russia's war on Ukraine. Plenty coming out of it. It's incredibly sad to see what's actually happened in Ukraine. Now sanctions being imposed on different countries, individuals. And uh, I came across this story, I think, the other day. Jason Dacey is one of 121 Australians to be sanctioned by Russia. How did you react to this news?
1: Well, this was a big surprise to me because people had sent me uh, some stuff on social media, you know, how you look at your phone early in the morning. I'm thinking, okay, they give me a list of Australians that have been sanctioned by Russia. A lot of famous people on there, you know, Kerry Stokes, uh, also other politicians and other things like that. Even Peter Malinowskis, the Premier of South Australia. We had Lachlan Murdoch from News Corp and ABC Chair Ida Butros. And then my name's there as well, number 19 on the list, 121 sanctions. So it means I can't travel if I want to. I've never been to Russia. If I wanted to go to Leningrad or now St. Petersburg, as it's known, or Moscow or Sochi, I can't go. I mean, at first, Adrian, I was sort of laughed it off. But then I'm thinking this is uh, potentially quite serious because we see how vicious Russia is. And uh, oh, I don't want to see um, Russia targeting me like they've targeted other people, not just in Russia, but overseas. We saw what happened with people being poisoned in in the UK. So I don't think they'd go that far for me. I'm not uh, that prominent of an Australian. But again, it did surprise me and it made me think twice about my travel plans. No, Aeroflot trips for me. I think I'm going to stick with Singapore Airlines. I think they're a better airline anyway.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, it was... um... Surprising to see your name on the list. Uh, just be careful, Jason, because we never know uh, what could <laughs> possibly happen. Uh, before we let you go, let's uh, also quickly just talk about this plan to make more cities safer after an upsurge of harassment of women in cities like Sydney. Now, what exactly is happening here? Tell us the background to this and how this plan is going to unfold.
1: It's budget time at the moment. So state governments, local governments are announcing their spending for the next financial year, which begins on July the 1st. The New South Wales government announcing a $100 million investment for women's safety in public places, at home in the workplace as part of next week's budget. And this really stems from what's happening in Sydney, my hometown. I now live in Brisbane, but a lot of women getting harassed uh, as they go out at night. And that was the great thing about living in Singapore, and I remain to this day a Singapore permanent resident. So it's still one of my homes uh, in addition to Brisbane. It's very safe for people to walk around at night uh, in Singapore, but in Sydney, it's not. And women have reported an upsurge in uh, attacks uh, and also harassment over the last uh, few months and years. So the government's going to spend 30 million Australian dollars over two years to provide more street lighting and CCTV in public parks, as well as foot traffic upgrades. It's going to focus on the rocks area, which is in the city, also on Parramatta, which is uh, in the western suburbs of Sydney. I reckon this is a great idea because we don't want women going out there and and being harassed. And that's one thing I'll say about Singapore. If that happens to a woman in Singapore, uh, it's very, very tough for the people doing it. So we don't see that happening. And the uh, harsh punishment is definitely a deterrent in Singapore. And let's hope that also happens here in Australia, particularly in Sydney.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. You know, the rest of the world should follow in Singapore's footsteps when it comes to safety, particularly surrounding women. We've been in conversation with Jason Dacey, ABC News journalist based in Australia, getting the latest headlines from Down Under. Thank you so much for your time. I look forward to speaking to you soon.
1: Thank you very much, Adrian. Wish everyone a fantastic week ahead and a great uh, lunchtime. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O.